Hey everybody, and welcome again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we jump into 1 Timothy chapter 6. Now remember, we're looking at this incredible book, 1 Timothy, written by Paul to Timothy, and inspired by the Spirit of God, and so ultimately written to the modern day believers right now as we consider how do we follow Christ? How do we live as those who trust that Jesus died and rose again, and now he has made us his church, and so how do we live as a church? Now, in the first century, there was a bit of a tension because in the first century, there were those who were slaves and those who were owners. There were people who owned slaves, and we typically think, uh, you know, American uh, history of slavery. Well, some of that did exist in some of the same ways, but some of the ways were much more like the slave was maybe part of the home or, or uh, part of the family at times even. Now, that said, uh, really, there were good slave masters and there were bad slave masters. And we look at our world today and we say, well, most of us don't live in a, a situation where there are slaves and there are slave masters. We do live in a world where there is still slavery, and that slavery exists in, in horrific ways in many places of the world. That's not what this text is speaking about. This text is not speaking about man-stealers and, and how in our world today many are stolen into slavery in, in horrendous ways. This is talking about the economic arrangement that oftentimes existed in the first century. And that economic arrangement was oftentimes people would find themselves destitute and that they would hire themselves out. They would sell themselves as slaves for a certain period of time. The Old Testament scripture gave <clears throat> parameters and instruction around that. And so now the Apostle Paul, speaking to Timothy, who's leading this church in Ephesus, recognizing there are people from different stratosphere of society and economics involved in this church, he dresses he addresses the slaves. For us today, I want us to think about this in terms of those who are employees. Now, I want us to look at the the maybe the somewhat of an equivalency between those who were beholden to a master, a slave to a master, and take some of the equivalency of situation to those who they serve in your employment. You, you are a worker and you have those who are above you. And, and I want to apply that to the Christian work ethic. Let's do all of that jumping into our text. The, the text reads, it says, Let all who are under a yoke as bond servants regard their own masters as worthy of all honor, so that the name of God and the teaching may not be reviled. It says, if you find yourself in a position where you are a bond servant, or today, 21st century, if you find yourself in a position where you have an employer Hold your employer in a position that is worthy of honor. Show respect, show honor to your employer. Why? So that the name of God and the teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ may not be reviled. Verse 2, those who have believing masters must not be dis disrespectful on the grounds that they are brothers. If your master, if your, if your employer is a believer, you should not say, well, you know, we're equal in Christ and so I'm going to treat you poorly. No. No, rather, they must serve all the better since those who benefit by their good service are believers and beloved. If you work for a Christian, you should strive to be the best employee you can because it, it benefits one who is a brother in Christ. This is, this is uh, approaching modern day 
with this ancient principle that says the way we behave, even in positions where we may not have the authority or where we're under authority, it is important. It is important because it reflects upon the name of God and the core teaching, what we believe as taught in the word of God. And so let me, let me bring this to you today and let me ask you, I don't know what situation you are in. I don't know if you were an employer or an employee. I don't know how, where this meets you, but let me ask you, are you the kind of person that when you are under someone else's authority, you hold them in high honor? That you strive to respect them so that God's name would not be reviled, but so that God's name would be honored. You strive to serve with all the effort you can to be the best kind of servant or employee that you possibly can so that the teaching about the gospel would not be reviled. And especially if your if your employer, if your authority is a believer, are you striving to be a blessing to them? This is Christian work ethic. This is a, a strange work ethic in a day where everyone is entitled and everyone is a victim. Where we go and get a job for what it provides for us with no thought about sometimes how it reflects upon our Savior. Oftentimes we are so easily offended and so easily uh, hurt that we justify poor work behavior because of what others have done. No, this reminds us that everything we do, we do for the glory of God as a reflection of God and as a reflection of the gospel. So let me ask you, what needs to change in your life? How might you adjust your behavior, your attitude, especially in the workplace, so that you can glorify God, you can honor God as you honor those who are in authority above you? And this is our ancient way for our modern day.